0: to another episode of The Not Funny Guys presents Off The Reels, the internet's number one podcast on public library recommendations on time travel and quantum storms. This is episode 88, and today we're excited to talk to you, the listener, about the MCU's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, and Loki Season 2. We're willing to ask the tough question, MODOK? We're your favorite narrator wells, The Not Funny Guys, I am your host. Casey, Quantum Leap Franklin, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, other members of the Not Funny Guys, Dr. John, Quantum of Solace Evans, and Eric, Life After Death, Quantum Realms Linebarger. And with all that out of the way, we would like to remind you that if it doesn't say Not Funny Guys, then it's probably not us. There's a chance, but it's probably not us. It's definitely not us. Gentlemen, hello.
1: Hello. 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 Yes. (laughs) How's it going? Uh hunky dory, man. Hunky dory. Yeah, uh work. which
0: which one of you swimming right now? What? The rain, the storms. Oh, I, am I, had I most, Yeah, I had most of that this morning. All right, all right. Well you're yeah, still it's, here. It's pretty rough for me, too. No. Uh, is that is there high winds for you guys? No. Just ran. I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed. I don't that's just for you. That's just for you, buddy. It is. I've been getting (laughs) alerts constantly. Like, National Grid is like, hey, high winds. We're expecting like trees to go down. See, I got none of that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're recording during a a weird storm that is hitting the northeast. (laughs) Uh, So, with that um, said, and I bring it up because if you hear weird sounds, I apologize. It might be from my house. I record um, on the top floor and I'm close to the To the ceiling or to the roof, so you might hear some rain. If you do, I apologize in advance. Eric, they want to know the tough question: Did you lose at trivia?
1: Yes, yes, we did. We came in at third. Um, If I had
0: a buzz like a fire alarm bell, I would ring it right now and go, "We got one!
1: (laughs) We got them, folks!" Uh, I (laughs) know we we came in third. Uh, It was it was hard fought, well won uh, by the other team.
0: Wait a minute! You came in third. Yeah, man, you guys sucked this Look, time. I'm not. I'm
1: not saying that we are the best. We're just the best. <laughs>
0: what was What was the tough question that killed you guys?
1: Um, we actually, I actually kind of sucked at music this time. I'm usually the music guy, and I, I did pretty bad this one around. Um, it was a lot of like female rap artists of like recent, where it's like Nicki Minaj versus. All the like Megan the Stallion versus uh, a sweetie and things like that. People that I'm starting to like, not even like. One of the answers was Jeremiah. I think I don't know. There's a bunch of names. I'm getting too old for this shit. Is what I'm. I was to about to say, <laughs> Eric, you're
0: getting old.
1: And there was there was someone named Madonna. Who the hell? Are these <laughs> these? Who's this Madonna?
0: <laughs> John, how was your week? Yeah, it's not that bad. Kids are out yeah. for school now. Ooh. Well, that's uh, that sounds
1: exciting. Ooh, I'll give a shout out. We had a double dose of trivia this week. Actually, I, I should have oh, mentioned you? that before we moved Stop on. Stop
0: talking yeah. about your trivia! Gosh, it's like me talking about my kids. <laughs> that's I don't have that to. much talking about you them. Have he kids. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't have Wait kids. Minute. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Your kids are going to trivia constantly. Did I miss something? No, they're no, just, just saying, always he... asking questions. <laughs> he just he always talks oh. about trivia the way somebody would talk about their kids, and I don't talk about my kids as much as he talks about trivia. Ah. Okay, well, that actually does make sense. He does talk about trivia a lot. Have you noticed that? Every week oh talks about trivia. It's all I got. <laughs> uh, so you're so is your the college done too, or just the kids out of school? Um, I've been done with the college for over a week and a half. So, wow, wow! Look at you, Mister Big Man Vacationer. It's, it's not a vacation. You it's got to to a lot of work. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the tough question for you then. Eric had the tough question on trivia. Here's your tough question. Are you done with your book yet? Is it signed, sealed, delivered? Uh, no, I'm on chapter five of seven. Oh,
2: all right. All right. So Is this a novel or a novella? And...
0: No, this is a full-blown. Um, let me see here. I can tell you right now that I'm somewhere over 400 footnotes and I'm only... At what's my page? Where, where am I currently? I'm in the middle of like revi- revising parts of chapter five. And I believe, if I'm correct, I'm only on page. Oh, I have 528 footnotes by page 168. So, no, wow. All right. Yeah. And that's, I'm probably this uh, chapter five in sometime around page 200. So, yeah. Nice. I like it. I like it. So, you're talking about sometime in the next year? That'll be uh, No, I plan on having um, chapter five is going to be t- what I talk about in my Substack post tomorrow, oh. and then my plan is to have most of it done before I leave to uh, go back to Louisiana. So, all right. So, what chapter seven's all about? Us, I assume. No, not at all. No. Can we be no. chapter eight? You might end up like an acknowledgments page. Acknowledgments page. Well, at least we're not chapter thirteen. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> or
1: chapter 11. See what I 11. did there,
0: ladies and gentlemen? See what I did there? Or chapter 11. <laughs> or or be either 11. of those. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> excuse me about that. Um, well, awesome. I look forward to your book being done and us um, pimping it out on our podcast. For all of our French listeners, thank you, France. Again, ladies and gentlemen, France is 50% of our audience, and that makes us very happy. We love you, France you know keep listening maybe we'll set up a patreon and we can come over there and do like a whole like comic-con or something there for you Ooh, we'll have live do french, we have to do french films that's yeah, what we'll have to do to get a, a that live one. a live show French. we could do french films actually we could let's talk after this well it's, it's <laughs> actually not a bad idea since we have a lot of french audiences um i don't know how we will do it but we'll do it All right, Um, let's see. There really wasn't a lot of news this week for us Geekly. Um, The only kind of news that was out there was, sorry, uh, I moved my page. Um, The only real kind of news was that James Gunn is tired of um, cameos in movies, comic book movies particularly, because they're overdone. I think you referred to it as cameo porn. I thought he was actually okay. talking about cameo porn, but no, that it's not talking about um, George Santos. it's okay. <laughs> about to say <laughs> <laughs> where he's leading, leading
1: George Santos out of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's now five hundred dollars a cameo. He's going up there, and actually, I don't know if that's beat. the, I don't know if that's really how much he <laughs> costs. Uh, but yeah, that's basically. It wasn't really much news going on this week. It was kind of a slow news week, and I'll take it. I'll take a slow news week uh-huh. um, any day of the week. I will say, Eric, you need to watch the new Doctor Who specials. Um, Shute was great. Uh, I think you would really appreciate his performance. Okay. I know that means nothing to you, but it will one day. You're going to watch Doctor Who. <laughs> so um, with that, and because we got um several things to talk about today, let's just jump straight into it, if you guys are okay with that. Sure. sure go ahead. All right. All right let me switch over to my notes here boom look at that it's so fast all right let's start off with some ant-man and the wasp quantum mania shall we oh, bah, bah, bah. directed by uh mr peyton reed and written by uh, mr jeff loveness and larry lieber no larry why is larry lieber listed he didn't write this did he no yeah have... he's, cre- he's a creator of he's a co-creator that's why i was Amen. like it's weird that's, uh, know, that, that's stanley's brother folks that's what i thought that's uh, why i was like wait a minute that's makes no sense uh real so quick, it's just real quick Jeff uh, yeah
1: uh, uh contractually obligated uh spoiler alert, everyone spoiler or it's gonna be oh yeah. that's actually we're going really into good. loki too which is really jumping ahead so it's not just a spoiler alert for this but everything we talk about with quantum mania will likely feed in and probably be referencing parts of loki as well if spoiler you haven't buckled if you haven't buckled if you
0: haven't buckled up for the multiverse saga get ready yeah, that's right. Yeah. We are going to multiverse you today. <laughs> We're going to be projecting you fast and furious right into the quantum realm.
2: Hey, yeah, we, got, we got him! He's with us! <laughs> no, <Family>. I'm not.
0: Being <laughs> a family. Finally, we can share everything. No, no. <laughs> Let's talk about that's a little just, bit of That's just a reference, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. no. You know, like James Gunn, I'm not a fan of cameos oh they're not cameos in no Fast and the Furious. they're family they're
1: family <laughs> they will
0: always come back they do somehow it's very weird how that uh, comes back it's um, not so- a cameo
1: it's 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 like you're part of the universe
0: it's, as soon as you walk to it's a lifestyle <laughs> it's not a cameo it's a lifestyle all right all right, yeah, all right. Yeah, before yeah, john yeah. kills us all right yeah. so the cast of this it's the same basic cast from the other Amazon M&M movies you know paul rudd evangeline lily uh michelle pfeiffer returning for a bigger role Jonathan Majors, who you might have seen in Loki season one, um, is in this. He plays Kang the Conqueror. Um, Catherine Newton is now Cassie Lang. So I believe this is the third Cassie Lang that we have had. Yes. Corey Stoll is returning, but not playing Darren. Or is he? Um, he's MODOK. Uh, Bill Murray in the, possibly the strangest Bill Murray role ever. It makes, sense for, it makes sense It makes sense for Bill Murray, though.
1: It does, Nothing Bill Murray still...
0: does make sense, but to him.
1: Yeah,
0: it's I it's think it was totally just Bill Murray being like,
1: can I be in part of like the MCU yeah, exactly. Like, Here exactly... you go. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we never it have is. to pay attention
0: to you again. Yeah. Um, we got William Jackson Harper as Quaz. Poor guy. Um, oh, Murray, I love no, no I love him. He, he I loved him in a good place. Yeah, great, I do. Great, great, actor. Waste, great actor. wasted in this role. Eh, yeah. Dave Dave DeSmalchin as Veb. In a very strange way. Playing so play. of... still an Ant-Man film, but not yes. playing Kurt. Yep. This is a different role, but um, I love him. He has a new movie yeah. out that I really want to see. Um, I'll find the name of it, John. I'll send it to you. It's still in theaters, I believe. Uh, but I really want to see it. Anyway. Uh, let's see here. Is there anyone else of note to mention? Well, you, in you this forgot
1: case? another, another that's forget? played by three different roles in the three movies. Who? Evangeline Lily's Hairstyle. Oh, oh I try not to talk about her hair. God. <laughs> I just
0: don't understand. I do not understand. I met the costume designer. Um, your costume Sammy Sheldon, you've done some great stuff. Um, but man Wait, who's that female warrior? Did cut? you cover her? Which one? Beruse or whatever her name was. Um, Zol- uh, is it Zolum? Um Jamie well, Andrew well, Cutler. Yeah, that's it. Okay, never mind. That's, yeah, that's she it. was in um Oh no! She that's she, someone else. She, no, sorry. Yeah. That's not. That's someone else. Hold on. Uh, oh, uh, Kate. I think it's Katie. Yeah, Katie O'Brien. Um, she plays Gentura. Uh, yeah, because she's been in The Mandalorian too. Yeah, oh, she okay. was really good in Mandalorian. Let's really now, like welcome like to the Mandalorian too. podcast. Yeah, she's really, good in, really, in she's really I, good in this I, show too. She's really good in this show too. I disagree. I liked her better in Mandalorian, of course, because she's she, playing a more your type of character. Well, but I, no, I like the way they did the subterfuge in that one. Sure. I thought it was really well done. She was very well written. Very uh, well, Eric. She you were going to say
1: she was poorly written in this, and she was she was acting with an intensity that no one else came to this project with.
0: Hey, I agree with this. you. This is not her best role. I agree on that. I here. thought she really put effort into it. Maybe I don't know that maybe wasn't the Star, Star Wars thing either, thing either. Eric we're gonna okay just boot him off the. just push oh yeah pick him off yeah you could you could block him now uh all right so that is um that's some ant-man um is this an origin story yeah you're gonna learn the origin of kang or are you gonna learn the origin of kang i don't know they don't know no one knows um kang is the villain if you if you didn't know this, you're gonna learn the
1: origin of modok
0: you yes. are gonna all right so since you brought him up let's just address the modoc in the room because uh, <laughs> he's got a tiny little ass um such a tiny little ass and modoc by the way if you don't know if you haven't watched this movie um enjoy listening to us talk about it because it'd be very weird uh but modoc stands for a mechanized organism designed only for killing Modok. Modok. um they considering what modoc is in the comic books they did Modok perfectly in this, <laughs> considering how he is in the comics. The only difference is he has hair in the comics. So, I although Peyton Oswald did play a little bit of a better Modok.
1: I so I was about to say a you have you have Pey- Peyton Patton Oswald playing uh, Modok in yep. Hulu. I never saw it though. I I, I should. I wanted to, but the, if you you the would animation like it, it's, it's very good.
0: it's very similar to Harley Quinn. Okay. Like yeah i should wise. watch it then. yeah
1: um but it, it obviously it's it, it it didn't do super well i guess because
0: it only made it what one two seasons one, maybe i think it only did one season it was but it's like that weird style well, why so it's hard for them to do it
1: so we're addressing it ahead on here why <laughs> head on why not animate it why not go digital in a movie that you've done so much digital otherwise what do you mean like why not why not allow it was all digital to, it, it was like a stretched version of his face. It's digital in the way that like photoshopping is digital. But <laughs>
0: but that's what Modoc would be, Eric. <clears throat> I mean, MODOK no, I've is... seen
1: pictures of him. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like I don't know. Maybe there was just like. I, I almost would have preferred like some sort of Pete and the Dragon sort of cartoon. He's really
0: hung game. up on this Modoc thing. <laughs> he is. it, it like, was
1: weird. It was like weird. it's a weird character he's, that it, because of the way they shot it, I don't know if it's a Corey Stoll thing or if it's just the way they shot it in general, but like he's not looking right at at people every time he's talking. He's always kind of looking above and off into his own
0: space. Yeah, honestly, the you way know. he went out in the uh you know, in the first movie, this makes one hundred percent sense. Oh, yeah, it totally makes sense. I mean, the Darren Cross is not Modoc in the comics, but yes, I mean, the way they did it makes makes total sense. Um, once you see it, I mean, we could have had this, Eric. Would you like this? But look at pictures of Modoc for Eric.
1: Yeah. Uh, would you prefer so, this, this? So, look? I think
0: so. So, here's what I'll say about that look.
1: Yeah. And because I think to that end, they needed to actually box off his face more and like kind of have more mechanized around him to help kind of make it seem like it wasn't necessarily his face that was stretched to fit, but rather that the machine was built around his face instead? I don't know. Like, you have the butt shot of Modoc, right, when they're pulling him out of the goo. That's clearly, like, animated and, and damn near Ren and Stimpy, right? So, I don't know. I just feel like there was, like, some of these pictures show, like, a pretty, like, that gambit style like face kind of
0: i'm um, gonna get eric a Modoc pop for his God christmas present <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to find uh, eric this elvis MODOK somehow. no but i want them like I, the, to... I want the movie one for him right, uh, right, you know uh, Oh, like a you, hey casey remember Modok? how you had that maybe casey remember how you have that stitch collection even though you don't like stitch from lilo and stitch no, I don't like the movie Lilo Stitch. I like Stitch. Stitch is fine. Okay, like we need Lilo to Stitch. we need to start a collection for Eric of Modoc figures. <laughs> There's some good ones. There are some good ones. Uh, yeah, so okay, so Modoc. Uh, your they, opinion, they, your they, opinions, your opinions. I've made mine. they up. went there. They did Modoc. We got Modoc. Uh, um and you know what? Kudos for them. This is the one you need to get them, John. The the hot toy of <laughs> Modoc. <laughs> uh, yes. kudos for them to, for having the balls. To go there with Modoc. like I never in a million years. When all these movies started, I never in my wildest zombie oh, wonder get that. a Modoc and um, we got a Modoc. and it's oh, I gotta get him that one. No, no, go back, go back, go back. I'm getting get that one. Right, Is that there. the one from the, the movie? Egghead, yeah, Egghead. Yep. One. We can get him the Mar- the Marvel Legends one. <laughs> no, he wants it looks to like me he has Corey explosive stole. diarrhea. He wants. <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> There's a classic one uh, from the no. 90s. Anyway, lots of modoc. Ladies and gentlemen, look up modoc modoc toys on Google and enjoy. Jeez, it's enjoy. I
1: bet that shit's like a buck on Amazon for the pop of that. No one wants that ugly ass thing. Well, oh, the, Wal- the, Walmart, the
0: Walmart one had this it was like 70 cents, dude. He's he's going to get it for you. He's going to do it. Um, it'll it's, cost, me, it'll cost me more to ship it. It'll cost <laughs> me more to ship it than it will to buy it. It will. Order the on Marvel, Amazon. It
1: won't cost a thing to ship. The Marvel Legends one's only
0: $26. Um. So, yeah. Oh, there's a oh, Lego minifig of MODOK. That's very weird. <laughs> oh, John, the one that you wanted to get him is $16. The zombie one is $6.99. Oh, okay. So. All right, is this a build a Fig modoc. Okay, sorry, we're <laughs> falling down the That's Modoc a... rabbit hole. But you get all the legend. I bet there's like a whole series where I bet you could build them if you get all the legends figures. There probably That's what is I'm talking one. about. Oh, That's oh what yeah. I'm talking. that, that one build- that one will cost you a pretty penny. That one will because I'm looking at the one of them, one of the pieces. Um, it's from it's a Julia Carpenter Spider Woman one, and that one will cost you fifty four ninety nine. Just that oh, wow. one piece. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. Anyway, that's enough Modoc talk. We have addressed Modoc. He's in this movie. They did it. They went there. Did it work? It worked for me. It clearly didn't work for Eric. Shh. Don's a maybe. I'm, 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 I'm in. What gummy he's funny. taking today? He was funny. It is funny. Hey, if, you're is referring, hey, if you're referring to the other night, that was hilarious. You should have watched Quantum then. Maybe that would have, that would have been, really, been really, really hilarious. Because um, <laughs> I was suffering yeah. from some serious giggles. Don't like, be a dick. Oh, no, no, dude, guys, guys, I'm gonna tell you, there's a voice recording message I intentionally made. The best part was that every time I kept thinking about things, it was like a falling into like a meta situation where I kept thinking about, wouldn't it be funny if I made a message while I was while I was on this edible? Wouldn't it be funny if I talked about making a message while I'm on this edible? It was like layers upon layers of me going outwards in a meta expansion. <laughs> it's really right. messed up. And then I woke up, and I I did all the recordings, and I did all that stuff, thinking I might not. No, I remember everything the next morning. So, all
2: right, all right, all right, all right.
0: That's why you got that fun text message that I literally felt like I was taking forty five minutes to type. It was a fun text message, Uh, (laughs) but you know what was longer than your text message? What's that? What's longer than your text message is? Look out for the little guy. Oh god! By (laughs) Scott Lang. Available now on Amazon.com for 1789. Yeah. Uh Yeah. I kind of want to read it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to know. I kind of want to get it for my wife just because she's a huge Paul Rudd fan. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of just want to know. Oh, here's a video. I did search to see it. if it was on a, an audiobook. It's not. Oh, I would totally get you the don't... audiobook for that one. Yeah, be kidding me. It has to be at some point. Like, it wasn't uh, on audiobooks on Spotify, at least. So, this is my favorite thing about this movie. Is the fact that they actually, he t- there's a whole chunk of this movie that's about this book and it's made fun of so much. And then the fact that they made the book just cracks me. Oh, up. yeah. No, no, that was absolutely hilarious. Uh, but oh, yeah, so good. Uh, so yeah, we he, he's, he you know, he's got the book, he's narrating from the book, we see his life, he's Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> He listens to his own book? He listens to the audiobook of his own book. Which yes. means there is an audiobook recording somewhere, Eric. Mm-hmm. Cuz they sure. did at least do part of it. So, if anyone's if we've got a knows where we can get a copy of that audiobook recording, please let us know at notfunnyguys.authorials@gmail.com. They they've, they've got him. They've got to make a of an audiobook. Um I love <clears throat> This movie has a Back to the Future Two moment. Eric, oh, John, do you know what the Back to the Future Two moment is in this movie? Oh, no, not on top of my head. Eric, do you want to take a guess at it? The
1: Back to the Future moment.
0: Yeah, what's the back? To me, it's a Back to the Future reference. I don't know if it really is, but I don't know. I can't think of it. Hank enlarges a pizza. He gets a small pizza and oh, okay. a yeah, yeah, thing yeah. on it, just like in the Back to the Future Two when they pop into the tiny pizzas. It's not the dehydrated though. It's not. I know dehydrated. it's not dehydrated, but it goes from a tiny little pizza to a big one. Um, Scott's got a or, Hank's got a great idea, and I love. He's like, I saved eight bucks. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but, I do uh, like I would, the
0: fact that that cameo opening we get to see Wu, and I want to yeah. bring up that the couple who do pay for their things. That's Ryan Begar and his wife from Watcher on YouTube. I'm a big fan of their stuff. I don't know who those are. You should. <laughs> For our audience, check out Watcher on YouTube. They're fantastic. They do a show called Puppet History, a whole bunch of other stuff. The, both him and this guy, Shane, they used to be um, employees at BuzzFeed, and then they broke off and started their own company. So great stuff. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. One thing I love about this movie, I must say it up front. I think that some of the dialogue is very witty and funny in this movie. It makes this movie makes me laugh. And one of my favorite ones is, "I do science, science with ants, ant science." <laughs> I it do like. Me, I think. I think it I way. enjoyed. It. Hank is so much more laid back in this film. Yes. Like it's finally, all his problems in his life have sort of been resolved in a way. He's got his daughter <laughs> and his wife back, and he's finally like taking whatever he had stuck up his butt. The last two films, finally, he is and, on like, your gummies. Yeah, he is. Yeah, just no, he's, def- gummies. he's definitely on something that's making him like relaxed. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that they they took made Janet not fun in this. Like she's so serious, mm. she feels out of place to me in this movie. Other than Hope's hair, Janet feels <laughs> out of place
1: <laughs> in this movie. I don't hate Hope's hair.
0: I thought it was fine. <laughs> I, I I do hate Hope's hair. In this. Sorry, well, it's like you know. So the first movie I didn't like it. Second one I liked it. Third one don't like it again. I know it's something very weird. This cut, I don't. I just don't get this cut. I don't. Is it a wig? Is it her real hair? I don't know. No, it's her dude. Do you do? Do not remember her being on Josh Gates tonight? That's her real hair. Oh, you're right. She was on Josh Gates tonight, and that's that's her still. That's her real cut. It's a bad look. I'm sorry. It's not the best. So. (laughs) Oh shit! A portal's opening. Man, you really shouldn't. Send a message down to the quantum realm. Apparently. Apparently, Modok's <laughs> like, listening.
1: That was just so quick. <laughs> I was like, oh, we gotta explain this.
0: <laughs> did you like how I did that too Eric? Because I'm trying to go like the movie does. It just uh-huh. be like plot point <laughs> very quickly. Um why did Janet never this is the thing that bugs me. I, I do, I do for the most part enjoy this movie. Um, I don't watching it this time, it stuck out to me more. Why didn't she just mention Kang? Why didn't she just go, "Hey, I'm trapped down here, and there's this crazy dude who wants out and will kill everyone." I think she just wanted to leave mm, it sure. behind. I guess, but I just it 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 bugs me now for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. I think it's my biggest complaint of this movie, other than Corey oh. Stoll's lines. Janet not ever mentioning <laughs> Kang. Just gets to me. Especially how they're building him up to be this big guy. You would have thought in the first movie, she'd be like, I'm so glad I got out of there. There's something really horrible down here. I can't talk about it. I got PTSD. But there's some crazy shit. Well, Don't that's, go back. I think that might be part of the problem. Is The <laughs> PTSD makes her not want to talk about it. It could be what isolates her from the, wanting to talk about it. Move on and pretend like it never happened. I mean, right. people I'll, deal with that kind of stuff in different ways, and there are people who literally like draw a line where they separate where they yeah. were and what was going on to where they are now, and they don't want them to mix. Compartmentalization. I'll, allow it. Compartmentalization. I'll, allow, I'll 50% allow it. Mm-hmm. I will say that I really enjoyed where um, Cassie and Scott, who they run into with the little resistance people. Yes. And Deb, who's, ob- but- who's obsessed with holes. Yes, so... To, to, to catch everyone up on that little bit, when they get sucked in, this movie does the troop that all movies does with movies do with a group of people. You separate them.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: so we got Cassie and Scott in one group. And then you got Hope, Hank, and Janet. Um, basically, you got the two families, now that I think about it. They were like, how do we separate these people? I don't. Let's put one biological family over here and one biological family over here. Well, also, it makes sense by the way they went into the portal. But also, it's like the Goonies when they go down the water slide. There you go. You're blowing <laughs> my mind, man. You're blowing my mind. What the <laughs> fuck was that cookie I just ate? You just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Except they actually did all end up in the quantum realm, just not next to a um a pirate ship. Yes. So. Although, some uh, Kang did Say land that holding a your tongue, pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So, yes, um, Cassie and Scott uh, go down, get separated and they come up into the group of rebels um, with Veb and Quaz. Who, who is Quaz? In, who in, he is a comic character. Do you remember who he is off top of your head? No, I will I say either. that there's a great line when something where Scott says your buildings are alive and Veb says yours are dead. Yes, I do. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so sad. (laughs) That
0: is that is the shit I'm talking about. When I'm like, I love the dialogue. Like the jokes are really good in this. I really also those rebels really did not like the mention of Janet's name. you start getting? I would either though. Yeah, I mean, would you? I mean, she apparently like aided a horrible dictator who was going to kill them all. Well, but she also was like one of their chief resistance fighters who then vanished. Yes. So there's that, too, because I mean, that comes up with Crylar. You know, she remembers him for what he was when she was still there, and now he is, you know, and Bill Murray basically going to double cross you because a lot of it seems to hinge on the fact that he sold out because Janet left. You know? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm looking up things on Quest, and um, see, a lot of people or saying i'm seeing online is that he becomes quasar okay um which if that's the case i could they are kind oh eric you need to see the marvels sorry all right (laughs) okay uh yes so i love i love drink the ooze drink the The ooze ooze. (laughs) drink the yeah (laughs) It's like, oh, you drank me. Do you need more? Do you need more? How many holes do you have? You have seven holes. <laughs> and then Scott being like, he's thinking. And then Quaz yeah. is like, yes, we all, all of us have seven holes. Stop asking. <laughs> it's inappropriate. <laughs> Just stop.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: and it's so good. I love that character. God, and when he gets holes at the end of the movie, oh, okay. I have holes. <laughs> <sighs> God, do you
2: need some more ooze? Do you need
0: some more? And then oh. of course they steal that ship that Hank has to put his hands into Krylar's ship. Yeah, we have to put basically hands. like the, like basting a turkey. Or no, stuffing a turkey, like stuffing a turkey. <laughs> I I like okay, so jumping over to the other group, when they get there, it's very extreme how Janet introduced like talks to her friend mm. with like cutting off his arm. It's, like, it's very violent. Um, but I do like when they get to the city. And there's the big broccoli guy, because that makes me laugh every time. <laughs> this guy looks like broccoli. Yeah. And then, well, then I also, I well, there's,
1: also the there's a whole thing with Crylar.
0: There's a whole thing with Crylar where it's obvious that he she and he and Janet had a thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's like, a and, woman's got needs. And, and then then Hank like, said something about a girl yeah. named Linda. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I, I once went on a date too, but she wasn't you, baby. She wasn't you. Uh, so who is I, Linda?
1: Is that play in? Is that a reference somewhere?
0: No, not that I know. I don't of. think so. Oh. Um, I like Sorry. the um right after. I like right after the broccoli guy and right before Bill Murray when Hank goes up to the bar and he's oh. like, I assume you have something that can get me drunk. I'll yeah. have some, please. <laughs> like I said, he has no he has no F to give mm-hmm. in this film. It's it's just so much fun to watch. It really is. Uh my 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 qualms with this movie. I really like but then it. like it but then, like, back with Cassie and Scott, they come under attack and we finally get to meet Modoc. Yeah. So Eric, when was the Oh we also learned that Cassie has a suit. Yeah, yeah she has a suit which that she I waited that- forever to throw on. She does wait forever to throw on. And I love how it broke the internet because people were pissed that she wears red ch- oh, sorry, a purple chucks with her suit. And the, the argument that people on the net had was that um, in the first movie, let me do my, my, pull my glass up. Oh, God. In the first movie, they clearly state that you have to be wearing a full protective suit or else you won't survive the shrinking. You're in the quantum realm, folks. I know. Maybe it's That's, different. It's also, like, it's the, the internet. Cares. Shut up. Yeah. Who the fuck cares if she's wearing <laughs> purple kicks? They, they who knows? Yeah. Who Yeah, Who cares? It looked good and she looked good doing it. And then they get That's captured, of course, mix. and they realize it's Darren. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love the, the I will kill you, blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, what?
2: <laughs> Darren?
0: <laughs> so, all right. So, go back to the Modoc of it all, I like that it's Bill Murray who says his name. Mm-hmm. He's got his mechanized organism designed <laughs> only for killing. And I remember listening to that and I'm like, wait a minute, did they just, no, no. <laughs> and then it cuts to that other scene. You're like, oh shit, they did it. Oh my God. Yeah. And Eric's like, I don't understand. Why is this here? Why are you so excited? I'm like, cause it's so cool. <laughs> well, I do like the fact that when Janet finally, cause we were teased at the very beginning when Janet met Kang in the quantum realm. And we finally find out what happened because she's finally like confesses yeah, mm-hmm. all the time that she tried, that she originally helped him. And then they mm-hmm. fixed his core. And then because his ship was neurokinetic, I believe she said she yep. ended up seeing everything he had done. Or is it will have done or will do too? I, I guess it was, with Kang, it's all of the above. Yeah, I know. It's like, it doesn't really matter. And so that's when she decides to basically like turn against him, even though he, tries to make a devil's promise with her, you know. Oh, yeah. So I, I had a thought while watching this movie, watching it this time, cuz I've watched Loki twice now and I've, I've watched Loki season 2 already at this point. Do you think when she sees cuz she goes you all those you, all those millions of people you killed, all those multiverses you've gotten rid of that you've done. Do you think what she really saw, like what she interpreted as death? Hmm. it's just him pruning yeah. multiverses and that's what it was in her mind she he's in there just slaughtering everyone but
1: he's well, doing it through the pruning it's pre-t- system it's so
0: pre-tva this might be like a pre-tva type situation where he has to physically destroy them but it could be post-tva because that's it's k it could also be that's the thing it could be there because we don't know because well, at this point time and everything time and space are all relative right at this and point, then everything And we've got the added complexity that he, because Kang knows about his alternates, Yes. she could be seeing him thinking about he who remains. Yes. Yeah. And we don't know if this is he who remains or if what, you know. I know. It's really on that level, this movie works so well for me. Like knowing what I know now helps fix some of the things from well, the you original never know watching. when you encounter a Kang or you don't know which one you're dealing with because they all fold in on each other. You don't know if this is the one. I mean, I guess the only one we know for certain hasn't mm-hmm. done terrible things is Victor Timely. That's the only one we can kind of be and arguably he was a con s- man. I mean, yeah, he was a con man, but I mean, he wasn't a genocidal killer almost all his same. other variants because he didn't have the technology <laughs> of course you know yeah but like if he wasn't like he would have tried yeah i know i know but that's what i mean is like the idea is that you know you you deal with it but every other version of him you're basically you don't know whether you're dealing with one who's done all the terrible things you think he's done or will do all the terrible things or you know yeah. is it does it really matter because he's sort of like destined to do it i mean that's his time loop his time sure. loop is in fact this this thing of finding creating time travel and and old multidimensional traveling encountering his variants fighting with his variants killing them all making the sacred timeline return yeah. you know it's his permanent Ouroboros. Mm-hmm. do you think if janet would have not helped him if she wouldn't have found him then loki and all that wouldn't have happened Possibly, but the idea is that I don't. We we don't know if this is the same he who remains variant, right. or if it's one who just want to. But I think the already the fact is, I think it would at least season one, because season one and the breaking of the timeline presupposes all of the unleashing of all these variants. Yeah, that he right. has been exiled by. You know, so but, at least season one is a hundred percent have already has already happened. Right because at the end of season 1 once reality breaks or time breaks for yep. Loki the the new statue is mm-hmm. this costume of Kang yes he's just not wearing the mask the right. headpiece but there's all those other variants so we never know we can never that's the thing is we can never know which one is which true. in a sense it's like a a multi you know it's a little, little, real multiverse of, of figures all of whom you can't trust true you know Especially this one because, I mean, he makes all kinds of promises because there is this getting back into the thing that he will – he bargains with Scott the way he bargained with Janet. And he Uh was like, you go and get the thing for me. And this comes after the whole debate where, which one are you? Are you the one with the hammer? I've killed so many. Yeah, I love that he's like referencing, like, I've killed the Avengers before. Yes, this has been one who's who's obviously done a lot of terrible things and obviously faced mm-hmm. different versions of the Avengers. And so much to the extent that he doesn't even remember yeah. which one this guy is. And but you know, he talks about the idea that, you know, I this is what I wrote down here. He's gonna he's gonna go s- get the core back for him. And Kang says he knows how it will end. And that's been his argument is that of all the other versions of himself, he looked into the future and saw how it ended. And he says I he doesn't live in a straight line. Yeah. You know. With time, it's hard to not skip to the end. And of course, he's warning about a very bad ending, which will come back at the end of this film, and that he is somehow the only weapon against the other variants, and that they're the problem. So he's literally admitting that he's the problem. It's like it's like that Taylor Swift song. It's like, hi, I'm the <laughs> problem, it's me. You know? I was just thinking that in my head. I <laughs> know, yeah, yeah, it's like, this is literally what it is. You know what? That that right. Taylor Swift anti-hero is, is a variant story of Kang. <laughs> there you go, folks. You well, so heard let's it. Have, let's let's have that talk, folks. So welcome to the Swifties <laughs> Podcast, folks. We're going to talk about whether or not Taylor Swift is a multiversal creature who you, has variants. You can now rent the Eras Tour for 1989 <laughs> on iTunes. We'll put a link uh, in the description. Uh, now we won't. The one thing that I find fascinating about, and this is one thing that I love that Marvel does during, remember the promotional material. This goes back to the Devil's Bargains. And the trailers, it implies that he's talking to Scott, like, I can give you back time. Mm-hmm. Watching the movie, we see he's really talking to Janet. But yes. it worked so well in the trailer, because you're like, oh, shit. He's mm-hmm. going to give Scott back the five years that he lost with Cassie. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I actually kind of think that would have worked a little bit better Well, but in the movie. It's great deceptive material because he and Janet are in quant- very similar situations. Yeah. Janet, in fact, lost more time. She did. By sacrificing what she did. Right. You know, and with Scott, it's really, well, Scott, it's not just those five years. It's the years he was in prison, too. Right. You know. That is, that is true. So there's um, even more to that, you know, and that's, I think that's the temptation for Scott, which, of course, leads him to a Schrodinger's cat situation. Right. All thanks to Janet enlarging the, um, yes, the quantum battery or whatever they call it. I don't even His know. Little, the it. little, but yeah. MacGuffin cool. sphere the core the the Mac sphere. Sphere. yeah <laughs> that he needs is, back do you think is the macguffin sphere the i don't remember if i messaged you guys or if i just messaged eric i messaged someone is the macguffin sphere the um the prototype that timely had is that supposed to be the same thing
1: yeah i don't know if you text me that are both of us but i remember getting that text um i think so
0: it might be. Because it, yeah. it
1: sure does kind of look the same.
0: Well, I think about about yeah. I think about what you have to think about, I think, with the Kangs and the variants is that even if it's not exactly the same, it's like, does it rhyme? You right. know, right. does it seem like it might be? Because I think they all kind of seem to have stumbled upon similar events in their time frames where mm-hmm. they do things. And so, you know, what he has is obviously far more complex than what. Your Timely had, but I think it's the right. same con- concept. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, so go uh, to the the quantum storm, the probability the qu- storm, the probability storm. Uh, I think yeah, it's a really cool scene. Yes, I love. I love that he yeah. said when Darren tells him, "You're in Schrodinger's box." Yeah, you're the cat. Every possible choice happening all at once, and I particularly love the Baskin Robbins. That's my favorite too. <laughs> like, what do you guys wear? this is my uniform. Like, what is this? Uh, and then the way they act like ants mm-hmm. and like build up the bridge. It's mm-hmm. such a cool sequence. Um, and then, of course, I love fine. the fact that Wasp gets a little bit more assistance and that Janet tells her to ignore the duplicates. Yeah. just This is one them. of those
1: moments where I feel like some of the graphics of like, because they're trying to do so many different Paul Rudds, essentially, right. it kind of hurts itself at times. Like, the Baskin Robbins feels completely implanted at that point, and there's been some bad editing up until now. It's just frustrating, Fine,
0: whatever. But I'm All just right. saying, I'm just saying. So I like the fact that they finally, of course, do retrieve the core. And I think when Kang shows up and Scott and Cassie, and of course Hank gets taken out by Darren's Modok, I really mm-hmm. found it creeping that Kang knew Hope's nickname Jellybean. That was like, yes. ugh, that was like a shiver. That was well. Like, it goes into mm-hmm. like how long were yeah. Janet and Kang together. Fuck. Yeah, well, they probably did. Yes, but woman has <laughs> needs. But like they obviously already... became close. So I mean, when she betrays him, yeah, that's why he's taking it so personally. Mm-hmm. It's not only that she interfere with his grand mission, but he actually I think saw her as something of a true friend. Right. Well, and you know, they've established that he's, time yeah. works differently also down there. Yes, because obviously. Whatever time lapse there was, he built a massive empire. Yes. Right. The same way that we will see with the ants and their evolution <laughs> as they mm-hmm. fell into. Which is really cool that they did that. And then that leads us to seeing Hank like really as the Ant-Man. Like that mm-hmm. moment when he walks yeah. up when the ants are attacking. You're like, Oh yeah, there's there's Ant-Man. There's OG Ant-Man. I love it. I, I love that when, when Hank science gets found them. by his ants, the ants are the ones who find him in his ship. Of course, Mm -hmm. Janet gets taken by Kang and Kang leaves Scott and Cassie to die Mm -hmm. where he, they, where Janet found him. I like when, if we get to the, the fight sequence, that's going to happen. That's going to, that's going to lead to the ending when the Kang, the Janet's there with Kang and the Kang's got the orb and he's getting ready to power up. And, you know, Hank has got his plan, bring in the ants, although we don't fully know it yet. Um, we get wasp and like we need to distract him. I got a way to distract him, you know. Cassie's going to go save the um, the rebels. Yes. I love when Giant Man. Well, just she projects like, that message. Yes, she has, there's she a line. The message. There's a line really in this in the middle of this because Kang starts talking about his variants and how they broke time and reality. He he shows that ring, so even he recognizes that there the need for some sort of sacred loop, right? Um, and that incursions were destroying the multiverse, and that he says he saw him. He paints himself as a, as the savior, and I. There's something he said. He says when he destroyed the things, I think in response to Jan, he says that's what conquer. That's what monsters do. That's what conquerors do. They burn the old world to make a new one. Yeah, which would be like, pruning well, the the universes yes. somewhere in there. And I remember where in the movie I didn't write down, but there is a line about Kang's dynasty. Hmm. There's, yeah. like a, there's like a one I think of he line. starts
1: to say something like, We will. Oh, it's when he's announcing to the people and he's rallying his troops right before Cassie interrupts yes. him. It's like. Fight the Empire. Oh, sorry. That's a, that's a different projection that Disney did. Um, <laughs> the, uh, she, it's it, You know what I mean. That, yeah, yeah, that sure. moment. Before, no, no, no. Before yeah. she no I, think, I think you're right. Because he's and saying it's time for our dynasty of, of Kang
0: or something like that. Dynasty of Kang. I think that. it is Dynasty of Kang because he doesn't say Kang's dynasty like right. the movie title will be. No, that's what he says. He says Dynasty of Kang. I have the note here right before Cassie interrupts. I also like the fact that Hank said the ants had developed into a technocratic type two civilization as socialists, yes, <laughs> it's not all bad kids. <laughs> um, I I love Giant Giant Man. I love Cassie oh, versus Jaron, yes. and yeah. then when Cassie becomes stature, she grows up um and beats the shit out of him. Like, don't be a dick. Are you a dick? What can I, I am a dick. What can I do? <laughs> Never too late to dick. stop being a dick. <laughs> And I'm not a dick.
1: <laughs> I'm not a dick. Um,
0: I love when she like her and giant man meet up and hug. She's like, this is great. It's so cool. well there's a scene where they use, where he cannonballs the shielding. Yeah, I that's when that. Janet um throws him. Yeah, that was good. Hope. Um oh, sorry, hope yeah, hope throws him. Um I love the there is a this is this is one of the things I like, but it calls back to um civ- I think it's civil war. When he grows large and he makes the a reference, not the hunger, where he makes oh, okay. the reference about the citrus. citrus. Oh so, yes, and yeah, then man. they use it again in Ant Man in the Wasp, uh-huh. like, and then they use orange... it again in this. Yes, so think think about citrus. citrus. Right? I, I want a lime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just don't want to get. I so think so it's like. like does we you know have
1: any like orange slices? At I, I made a note somewhere. here that I was
0: really bummed out when Kane killed the Holocaust knockoff, who shot energy from his head oh yes sorry <laughs> a, it could probably yes i agree i like that dude that dude was cool yeah i know i wish they would have um i wish they could have kept him but i do like the fact that the ants were something he didn't anticipate yes and they really did turn the tide and hank walks in like a badass like but
1: then then all of a sudden there's nothing to him and
0: he's free and he's fighting again Well, he he literally loses all his tech, so he's like at the end when he and Scott go mano a mano. It's just like two men fighting. But but now here's now here's a a, what I would say would be a legitimate concern. Eric can uh, our legitimate gripe. Eric can back me up on this. I think Mm -hmm. right before everyone gets in there, Kang is like whooping ass. He's got his tech on. Pew pew pew. Laser blast. Stepping on shit. Zapping people. Making them disappear whether he's pruning them or whatever the fuck he's doing. And then our heroes come in there and I get it. You can't zap Ant-Man and Wasp, although they certainly make it feel like we're going to kill someone in this. But when the ants come in, why does they pew, 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 zap, zaps, flashy, flashy, get rid of them all really quickly? Because he's killing everyone else.
1: So actually this was the one part in my mind I defended because so, so there's some really, of course you did. There's some really choppy, rough writing throughout this. Don't get me and, and choppy editing to boot. But my thought with the ants was he was not prepared for a horde, right? That is true horde. Pick out
0: any of them.
1: He doesn't pew pew any of them. He just like but he tries, there. like he tries to to get rid of them, and he does throw them back a couple times.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't pew pew like he because
1: he like. can't pew pew because he's being overrun by the horde. He's gonna pew pew someone. He's not pew-pewing anyone. Oh, my <laughs> God.
0: Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, so then we the heroes get us out of there really quickly. I actually understood the overrun aspect. Of it. That's all I'm defending. All right, all right. Fine, fine, fine. Um, half the heroes, get, actually not half, almost all of the heroes go, except for one. Hank, um, Scott gets stuck there. And this is the moment where I'm like, fuck, they're going to kill Scott. They're going to do it. Like, kudos to you, killing the, the lead of this movie. All right. Because... An aging actor <laughs> and, and he's, a va- um, he's a vampire okay let's get it <laughs> right. and jonathan major is coming off the set of creed 3 looking jacked as fuck mm-hmm. beating the shit out of Ant man see i would have been okay if he had if they had let him sacrifice and get stuck there that, and that's my that's probably one of my other big gripes about this so we get the fight which is an awesome fight i love the fight I'm telling you right ch- now that was an audience reaction that they were responding to. Oh, it had to be. Oh, um, they let him live. Well, yes. not that not the, the let him live. The let him live. Or I can, him. I can, I can, I can get bad. Okay, you don't kill the hero of the movie. Um, they could have killed Wasp. They could have, they could have done other things. But I, I like. I thought the fight was awesome. It was a brutal fight. I actually don't mind that he gets sucked into the orb thing, which I, I believe he's going to. Because when Janet's in the quantum realm, she develops powers. What happens if you go into a quantum, quantum, quantum realm? I think that's why he's going to become the Beyonder. Um, is my theory um, to lead us into Secret Wars? But I, I like that Scott, or I like that Hank and Hope got stuck there. What I don't like is Hope or Cassie saving Hope. them instantly. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that because I think I would have preferred um that we would have had them stuck
1: oh, say that for, say Ant that Ant for like
0: kane dynasty or something you know yeah, or narratively Ant-Man it 4, would have been really good
1: and for cassie has to go find them
0: like you could well, even i'm just do saying that Disney was Plus that show. was obviously yeah. uh, that was obviously a rewrite that they did yeah you know a reshoot rewrite thing we'll because see. it was obvious that that kind of like the vibe up until that happening basically said they were going to be stuck there I would love to talk to the writers because I don't feel that it was a rewrite. Well, I, I don't think know. Something about it made me feel like it was something they were told they had to do. It, well, to me... Well, okay, okay. It, 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 feel, it's it feels a rewrite, audience
1: though. tested. Maybe not a rewrite.
0: Well, yeah. If, it, if it's a rewrite, then I could see it being a first draft and they did it and then Kevin finally gave me like, that's cool. You got to get him back because we need him to say, what have I done? Yes. What end, did yeah. I do? Cause that feels natural. It's just the I just didn't like how fast they got out. Maybe. Yeah. I think that the, 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 they lead us back full circle to the end. I get that being kind of thing where he's like, you know, did he mess up yeah. by stopping Kang? Yeah. You know. And
1: everyone's purple.
0: They're purple. It, everyone's got the, the bluey purple face. So we get um we come back in for tag number one and we get the council of Kang. Yep. Um, so there's our council, Eric. It really did exist, and Ram and Amortis and
1: what's yeah, his name
0: are the... all talking about the threat. They yeah, dealt I can't remember. With the, they it's dealt that they that the what you might call it's been dealt with the exile, whatever they call him. Yeah, what's the third red one? Guardi- I think I think it's supposed to be Red Guardian. It's, it's Red Guardian. I think that's supposed to be the name of that character, even though he doesn't look like Red Guardian. But yeah, he doesn't look like like I know another one. Has, of the, a, yeah, a, it's I another guy's Ramatut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um it's just the third one that that gets me um but yeah council of Kang. I actually didn't mind the council of Kang. it is a little bit weird when you see it uh, especially <laughs> like the look of like jonathan majors like yeah baby! yeah, baby!
1: Uh, they must have luck. just done like two hours of him doing every reaction he could think of for like just going crazy to see a bunch of kings appear all right and we're just gonna film it and fill the whole stadium with these different reactions
0: in a weird way, it almost feels like they were like, "Hey, Jonathan, we got you. you're going to be cast as this cool guy. Is this really awesome villain? You're going to love it." Now, day one, we're just gonna we're gonna film the Council of Kang real quick. So just give us reactions. Yeah, and it's him giving reactions, not knowing what's going on. Because <laughs> this particular shot where he's just like, "Yeah," just makes no sense to me with the rest of the movie. Yeah, but no version like- of Kang is like that.
1: Look, just a couple rows in front of him, there's like another Kang staring i like, what the fuck are you going crazy for, man? <laughs> yeah, He's like, I, I don't it.
0: understand it. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, I look forward to when they give us Ramatut. I just want to see how they're going to handle.
1: You he'll how they're gonna go. Go. Well, Do you we'll think they'll be going to Well, we'll be seeing it. No, think about what we'll There were
0: rumors that it would be in, if he would show up in Moon Knight. He well, could well, be think about Moon this. Night. He could, but look think it about was this easter way. He's easter on the jacket, right? Well, no, but he was also Easter. There's an Easter egg about Ramatut in Loki season two yes when Ravona Renslayer ends up in the void yeah mm-hmm. she yes. sees that they specifically have her focus on a pyramid yep and in the comic books that's where Rama Tut kept his time machine so. yep there- and then of course our second tra- our second teaser is directly from Loki season two yeah um almost shot for shot. I feel like it's just a tiny bit different. pretty but- sure it almost is exactly the same yeah. sequence. Yeah, I feel it's his the line he gives. It's not I feel the like exact there's more scene on either side of that, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's it's still good. Like I remember seeing that. And it's like, yes, I'm down. I love it. Um and so yeah. All what right.
1: That's episode three. we I, so.
0: <laughs> I think so. All right. So that's um that is Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And so with all that said and done, Eric, can you give us a quick little library?
1: oh sure
0: is it gonna be from egypt (laughs) san francisco
1: it it is not from egypt or san francisco is it from the midwest uh
0: yes i'll allow it yeah all right
1: um for those of you listening from this wonderful state feel free to let me know if you are midwest or not and correct me where you need to um so, for our uh, for our 88th episode here, we are going to the Max Millam Library, or Millum Library, however you want to pronounce that, or please, again, write in, let me know, in Perryville, Arkansas. Why Arkansas? Because we haven't been to Arkansas. And you know what? Every state has some great public libraries, so it's time to check them out. Uh, so, the Maximilum Library in Perryville, Arkansas, for those of you keeping score at home, uh, the zip code there is 72126, uh, 72126. Uh, so, the Max Maximilum Library... Um, this is actually a little bit more about the kind of larger uh, central Arkansas library system. Some of this history that I was able to find. um, And so just kind of bear with that, I guess, forgive me. not every library has a great extensive history. Um, And looking at the pictures, it didn't look like the building itself had any sort of major significance other than kind of just being a sturdy brick building. Uh, So in 1975, the Little Rock Public Library's Board of Trustees and the trustees of the Pulaski-Perry Regional Library agreed to a merger of the libraries in Little Rock, Jacksonville, Sherwood, and Perryville, where we find ours, uh, as well as the Bookmobile Services of the Little Rock Public Library and the Regional Public Library, um, a bunch of different libraries at the time, all rolled into one system, basically. Uh, Again, that new system uh, adopted the name the Central Arkansas Library System or CALS Uh, Funny how many CALS there are, C-A-L-S, throughout the U.S. in terms of acronyms. Look it up, uh, especially for those of you in California. Uh, So the North Little Rock Public Library, however, this is a fun fact, so I had to look this up further to see how this was going. Um, So all these these libraries bond together and become the Central Arkansas Library System. However, the North Little Rock Public Library declined to join the system. Mm -mm. Uh, The North Little Rock Public Library sits just to the north side of the arkansas river quite literally across from different parts of little rock <laughs> which are part of the the cal system so there's literally just a river dividing them north little rock i think has a little bit older of a history which may have uh steeped their their uh, their needs so maybe we'll revisit the north little rock public library in the future to, to try to get on that uh information more if you're part of that uh, that community feel free to write us uh help me out there and maybe I'll, I'll feature you sooner uh but anyway the central arkansas library system the one that uh the north little rock uh, so so aggressively declined um its headquarters is at the little rock main library we haven't gone there yet uh it serves a local population of 402,366 i love that they were very specific on that number um and is the largest public arkansas library system uh, it has 14 libraries and again located in the cities of Little Rock, uh, which you know, has the main the library in eight, eight branches there, Pulaski County, uh, which is like four or five, I think at that point, and then Perry County and I'm pretty sure that this maximum is the only one in Perryville, uh, Perry County, uh, let me know again if you're wrong because uh, we need to correct Google Maps. Um, the system contains over 1 million items and is the largest research collection in Central Arkansas. In 2019, just before the blip, uh, there were 1.8 million visits to the Central Arkansas library system, um, and users checked out over 2.7 million items that year. Uh, so so that I love that little bit of data nerd history. Uh, always great. Um, so this one is actually a pretty neat schedule. It is closed Sundays. No surprise being Arkansas. However, every other day, this is one of our, um, our most hours in terms of, uh, uh, the library systems we covered so far every other day, it is available between 9 AM and 6 PM. And then you can stay as late as 8 PM on Tuesdays. Why Tuesdays? I'm sure they have some programming. Don't ask me. Uh, now in terms of what there is to do, uh, when you're not at the library in Perryville and, and you're you step out on the main street and you want to go figure out where to go. Um, You're basically in between the Perry County Courts building, uh, which I believe is kind of the more administrative building, um, and the Perry County Detention Center. So you're literally at the block in between the block that serves one and the block that serves the other. And so the Perry uh, County Detention Center is only a couple blocks away from the Perry County Courthouse, the Perry County Sheriff's Office, and the Perry County Juvenile Intake. Now, to be clear, I am sure there are other things in Perryville, Arkansas that are not just like local businesses. Though you should certainly visit those. However, looking it up on a map, I could barely find anything. So there's uh, there is some local uh, lakes close by uh, something Perry break, I want to say or something like that. So there is some stuff but otherwise it's a small little town, Perryville and uh, that's where you can find the Max Millen Library and maybe some uh, some local court officials. So go check it out. Max Millillam. Public Library, Perryville, Arkansas.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for that. All right. Let us jump into Loki Season 2. Now, I'm going to say I did not go back and re-watch this after my original watch. Um, so, and I didn't take any notes when I originally watched it, because why would I do that? I like to be difficult for myself. So let's talk about Loki Season 2. Loki Season 2 came out... Uh, couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. uh it is not that long of a show uh it ended a couple weeks
1: ago it came out a couple months ago
0: was it's only like six episodes Yeah, months ago wasn't months ago whatever okay came out in october so fine i'll allow it months ago uh directed by justin benson and aaron moorhead Um, (laughs) written by or created by for television by michael (laughs) Waldron, um and his staff i once i will say one thing that was fascinating for the show they said that they did not do any reshoots for the show really yeah that they they knew what they wanted shot it they wrote it or they wrote it they shot it done they didn't need to do reshoots and it shows the show is very tight um Mm -hmm. all your cast returns I'm particularly Sylvie, um, Sofia di Martino. I love Sylvie so much. I want the yes. comic book of just Sylvie. It made make me happy. Um, I want Syl- to. haven't done that yet. I know. And, and Marvel. It would be soon. Where is my Marvel Legend Sylvie figure? Because I would buy it. Oh, yeah. I would buy Where's it. Where's your Anna Sylvie heartbeat. Pop? They have that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They, have a, they have a Sylvie Lego minifig. And mm-hmm. I have it. I have, I have, I have two of it, actually.
1: The little, uh, the, the Pop? or the, mini the lego minifig
0: okay. mini um they do add in some um extra people the main person i want to um say they add in is uh he who kwan as obi he is amazing in this and well um let me just say that technically in the comic book world morbius is mr Ouroboros. he is all those same characters they all just look like him so who um, mobius you mean yeah, they all look like they—they're all just the same as Mobius. They all look alike. Oh, that's a, Um, but Hugh Kwan's in this, and I love it. One of the things that I love that he said that he wore a belt like Data had from Goonies in the show.
1: First episode on. Uh huh. Oh, it was just also first episode? by the, well, first, you know, you can first actually appearance only whatever the first oh, okay. episode with his. You appearance.
0: can actually all see right. his uh his uh short round hat in um later when you see the real world version of him. Mm-hmm. Oh really? So, I didn't yeah. notice that. It's, awesome. it's something that recently was pointed out to me. I was like, "Ooh, he is hard. so good in it, yeah. like we well, we know we know that um the TVA will exist in Deadpool 3 because Owen Wilson is in Deadpool 3 playing Mobius." For my under- is what i understand oh, Um I'm going to spot check this right the second but I'm fairly confident um he was announced to be in Deadpool 3 um i want to see like ob in it oh he's not Gosh, there, yes. there I, maybe it's just rumors that he's in it there's supposed, he, supposedly well, he's i know it. the tva is supposed the to TVA be tva is for sure in it because um the mm. guy from secession is in it um playing a tva agent mm. uh, there's also oh, leaked um, screenshots of him of tva agents yeah like but the son um, law who becomes the ceo yes matthew mcfadden yes. um is playing a TV agent. I hope...
1: Spoiler for that too, folks.
0: <laughs> I hope OB... I don't think it's a spoiler if it's on the IMDb page and they made an announcement when he got cast. Um, no, I'm saying about the... the, the HBO show. Oh. Okay. Um, I... <laughs> I really want OB to be in more things. And the way he's written, he could... They could easily have him be like, oh, well, here's the regular, here's the Loki timeline, and here's what Obi's doing in the look in the actual MCU timeline. Like we could mm-hmm. see OB pop back up, and I would love that. He's just is so OB a
1: a TV original.
0: Technically. Yeah. Technically, yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into the show itself. Um, I'm gonna just say what the six episodes titles are called, and then we can just talk about it however we want to. So there's Ouroboros. Breaking Brad, eight night or eighteen ninety three, the heart of the TVA, science slash fiction, and glorious purpose. Hmm. So, season one ends with Loki is in another timeline, and they don't know who he is, well, and that's you, exactly you don't where we pick him up. Well, he's not exactly; he's just in the past. He's he's in the weird version of the past that's slightly altered. Yeah, well, he's but he's in a past that was erased, basically. Yes because hmm. none of the, none of the people who were there remember it that's what he doesn't understand at first i love the time jumping the time slipping Ooh, that the, the that program. becomes very important too yeah yeah it looks cool visually it's really cool you ever heard have you heard tom hiddleston talk about what it was what he had to do to create that look no he basically had to like do all kinds of them filming him where he was contorting himself looking like he was trying like he literally had to contortion himself and then they filmed they would film all of it and then splice it together that's really i heard him talking about that and he said he said it was really it could be really taxing after a while because just doing all that like in shot after shot after shot you know it could get a little painful you know i was like like, real committed to your art my friend committed has Disney put up a behind the scenes? Because you know they looked at like the assembled things. Have they actually put out one for Loki season two? Yeah, so. there is one. Yeah, okay. I need those to watch usually drop right around the
1: the time of the finale.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I he talks I... about it there, but I I remember seeing an interview with him specifically talking about that because he gets asked by somebody. Somebody mm. asked him, "How did you create this scene?" And then he he was he just starts rattling off talking about how. Like, basically, they would film him and then he would do different, like, he would stretch himself in different poses and then they would, like, cr- capture them and then they would overlap the footage, you know? Nice. I'm going to play so I can confirm the symbol making of Loki season two is on Disney+. Plus. Um, I was pretty sure it was, I just couldn't remember. Um Oh, man, that's really cool. And sure at, that's
1: what we were using to do our ranking for this year. This week. It
0: is. It is. Leave me alone, Eric. <laughs> do you know what day it is? It's times a flat circle. I don't understand time anymore. That's <laughs> great because we're talking about Loki. Yeah, Exactly. Um, I love that we meet. The How does he how does Owen Wilson phrase it? He's like, this is my friend, like my only friend. I call him OB. And then when we meet him, it's like we've met once. Yeah. <laughs> And it was by
1: accident he got off the like elevator, realized like that, and then stepped back on and got back up.
0: Like, mm-hmm. and, and it creates like the nickname for him, and then he's like, I'm gonna call him Obi. Well, did you notice this is something that immediately is fairly present in the very first episode is that whereas in the real sort of cell, shall we say, universe, like with the Avengers, mm-hmm. when you time travel, you are creating multiversal splits, but if you do it inside the TVA. It's like Back to the Future and Bill and Ted. Yes, It's a different type of time travel. Something I guess I'm assuming Well, the about TVA the, is outside the, of time and space. I'm assuming versus... that must be why, because he's actually yeah. able to go back and tell his, you know, tell OB to start working on something that then exists when he comes back into the, the present.
1: Which is also probably why OB says it's not possible to do what he was doing in the TVA because it's outside mm. of time. Why yeah. would you build a time slip in a place to, where apparently. time doesn't exist? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that whole sequence where he's where Loki goes back, and then we watch the past and the present happen at the same time. Yes, and it's like I don't know which what comes back about. at the well, end. end. I do. That comes back in the final episode too. Yes, mm-hmm. where he pulls a full on <coughs> Groundhog's Day. This yeah, show this, is great about full circles. This mm-hmm. this season is tightly written. Yeah, I don't, I don't it really is know. Well, they they, they, they stick to their concepts and they come full circle. Yes. Um, so yeah, so the first episode's all about Ouroboros learning what happened with Loki. Um, we, and we start to see glimpses of other people like Casey at Alcatraz and Morbius. We see, we see where their variants came from. Yeah. Which is really nice that we finally get to see that. Ends with Sylvie at, um, McDonald's and then break episode two with Breaking Bad. It's all about, we got to get Sylvie back. We need to get her back, and I like that they use. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Brad. <laughs> it is Brad, but I forgot the character he's playing. Um, John, do you have it written X-95?
1: down? X ninety five. Oh, Wolf something right? Um,
0: um, it's a real Marvel character. Um, oh, Brad. Um, oh, he's playing the uh, the Zaniac. Zaniac. Yes, yes that's it. I don't know why I thought Wolf <laughs> Samsonite um, it was way whatever. up. Whatever. <laughs> Zaniac is a real like serial killer in the MCU. Very um, Jack the Rippery, mm-hmm. and so it's fun that they kind of tie that in in a weird way. Uh, will he come back? Who knows? But it was a nice little. This is an Easter egg done right. Yes, this is a hundred percent. You don't be need per- it necessarily know. It it could be purposefully useful and yeah, obviously nothing at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I really like that. I love like the hybrid. <laughs> so
1: he comes back more though later too. It's not just he's got no use. Like he is. He, well, is he, a becomes, he, he, he becomes a
0: part of the whole thing. You know? yeah. yeah, he's a part of the whole thing. But what I meant, like, what's a useful cameo is the Zaniac part. Yes. Like we don't they don't dwell on it. They don't go like, oh, you're this crazy serial killer. They don't it. you don't need the comic book history. If you know, then that movie title makes sense and you're like, oh, this is really cool.
1: If you don't, it's just a it's a funny. You know, exactly. It's, films, it's 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 it's
0: something yeah. and nothing all at the same time. Gotcha, yeah. I see what you mean. Now. Okay. It's Which throwaway, is? but yet you might be meaningful if you mm-hmm. know something, you know, all those things. Yeah. I, I love the, we got to figure out where Sylvia is. We got to figure out like what's going on with this, um, the temp pad, and like the, the bait and switch, good cop, bad cop. I love, and I love like, oh, do you know yes. how to work this? No. Button press. Oops. Chair. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: That's a, and that's a, that's a, well, he leans oh, into top. the idea that, you know, we're what Brad said, you're a villain. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're right. You <laughs> know? And just like <laughs> I Yeah. <am. laughs> Let me show you. It's a a really cool fucked up um, prison, like um, interrogation. Well, and again, that's another sequence that comes back later. Do You think he would have gone further? Do
1: you think like Mobius stopped him?
0: That's a good question. And I wondered that too. I don't think we're ever meant to know whether that was Loki being Loki or if that was planned. Mm. Or if they were just, you know, jazzing it. Right, <laughs> you know? yeah, but that's cats, cats, scat. That would have been really messed up if he did. But we do get to find out later what happens. Um, oh that. yeah. So then um, we find Sylvie's working at a McDonald's and happy about it.
1: Well, it's, 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 it's like
0: the idea. It's like her. She finally gets a life. Yeah. and it, she doesn't care. I mean, because she says at the end of the first episode when we see her, like, "What do you want to try?" And she's like, "Everything." Yeah. Because yeah. for her, it's like. This is the one part point in her entire life where she's allowed herself to stop long enough mm-hmm. to like smell the roses, yeah. and it just so happens to be the smell of nineteen eighties McDonald's. Yeah, and mm-hmm. because she doesn't know better, know the joys <laughs> because she doesn't know better, it smells great.
1: Uh, hey, I do in nineteen eighties, it did.
0: It probably did,
1: except probably... for
0: all the except for all the smoking at McDonald's because they used to have ashtrays on all the tables. That's true. Yeah. Um I do I do but it was efficient she smoking, could... damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was max smoking. <laughs>
1: Super size smoking. <laughs> uh I
0: I I do appreciate that she got to be happy because I loved her yes. character so much in the first show. Um
1: she and gets I a like moment. She gets this. a moment.
0: We she's a um, lot
1: better in this season than the first.
0: Yeah. The um, I like at the end of the episode when we find out what the rogue tba agents are doing, where they uh, were just gonna like prune everything, yeah, like just prune it all, which is a messed up. Like, I get why the other TVA agent is upset and sad, like it is messed up, yes, but they're because able they've, they've their them. mindset has been changed to realize this is murder, yeah, you know, they don't see this as like some sort of like. You know, they don't view it. It's not like they're exterminating cockroaches. They're like, oh, we're killing people. Yeah. You know, that's part of the shift in the TVA. I think the scene where they stop them is a really cool action scene. And it's one of the only action scenes, oddly enough, in this whole show, this season, is this one fight. It's a really cool little fight. Like, I'll distract them. And Loki goes out there. Um, It's really cool. I appreciate it. I like that they get in there and then Sylvia's like, I just want to go home. I've stopped this. I saved my home. I'm just going home. Yeah. And she does. Then we cut to um, 1893 and we get to see uh, Miss Minutes back and she's psychotic as ever. Jesus. And we truly meet Victor Time, Mr. Victor Timely. Uh, Yeah stutter and all. I'm glad
1: they made fun of that finally in the in the, in the end, because that bugged the fuck out of me. Did it really? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs>
0: You're like, this
1: guy's the villain? Like... Well, no, just because it was like, oh, this is the fucking choice he made for this character. How fucking long do I have to spend with him? Like, that was the first thing that came to my head. I was like, like is this like a long-term character? <laughs>
0: I actually really dug Victor timely. Um, I did too. There was something weird, like the choices that Jonathan Majors makes. Like, there's just something interesting about Victor. Um, I do like the okay, why am I here, Miss Minutes? You need to take this book and you need to put Mm -hmm. this book in that window, yes, and then now come through this time portal to the same spot. So we can see the person that you gave it to now in the future. You, you know, I had a thought process when they started doing all that. I was thinking to myself, is there a chance that in the, in some way or fashion Kang himself is nothing more than a variant upon a variant? Like he, that he should not exact exact like exist in the natural timeline at all. Um, I agree. Me, it, it made me think about that. Hmm. I think Kang but he need to, in order to survive, he figured out he needed to create his own self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. To create, like, to continue. That if he doesn't do this, that this one tiny little thing doesn't happen, the whole Kang thing falls apart. Mm-hmm. And they have to do it. Which, you could easily then solve it. You just go back and stop her from putting that book in there. Yeah, exactly. Which happens. But they don't, they don't actually, but that's, but by, by that point, it's too late. Things have already been set in motion. They undid it, but it's like the things that outside one of the final time
1: cutscenes. It's like the kid not want to get into Yes, the book. but
0: I'm just saying that's but by, by that point, it's it's superfluous because it's already happened somewhere else. And so the cycle has been kicked in. That's mm. the beauty of time travel stories. Um, Eric, is it always happens. Time what is it? Time timey whimey. Yes, it's basically circle. it's timey whimey. Um so yeah, right. Victor Victor is a con man. Um, and I so they hit, they almost hint in a weird way that Ravona might be a variant of Kang really? which is very strange. I think
1: I like that too. You know?
0: um, but I love how he fucks her over on the boat. <laughs> it's like, oh, let's just take a nap. Let's take a nap. And then he just she, he leaves her there. And See, goes out right for a pack of smokes. Yeah, he's like, she's, get, she's gonna be mad. That's eh, okay. That's eh, all right. Um, it's it's a fun little thing. I I enjoyed I enjoyed this little introduction. You could though if there's one episode to cut, I feel you could have taken elements of this and split it, it put part of it in another one and could have been could have been fine. This mm-hmm. one little bit. See I felt episode. that way
1: about like I think it was the fourth or fifth episode. There was one oh, that was it, like it was the shortest one. It was like 25 minutes when everything else was like 40.
0: Oh, I think that's the science fiction one.
1: Yeah which is good don't get me wrong but it felt like it could have been spliced and down Sm- smush elsewhere, you know what I mean? are
0: you saying they could have just done like two like longer episodes and just made this like a two episode like movie
1: yeah it could have been a two-part streaming movie right.
0: I bet I should have I didn't write down the times because I didn't take notes but I but wonder... you feel like
1: it could have done better with like an intermission versus like six episodes you know what I mean
0: well as i was gonna say I wonder what the actual time would have been for these because we know they're like 25 minutes would it have like, what would the actual count have been? Would we have oh. hit three hours?
1: <laughs> actual movie, like actual, like not not the credits. You get about eighteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <The> whole series. <laughs> well, I'm I'm finding like
0: with with like a twenty or with like a thirty-eight to thirty-nine minute episode on Dis- What it says, mm. you're actually only getting like twenty-nine minutes mm-hmm. of actual thing so i wonder if you could what would this length have been if you had just done loki season two as a movie i bet you could have and it probably would have been fine and it could have been a slight bit tighter Mm -hmm. um so yeah then we get to um heart of the tva and this is where my a little bit of my um memory gets a little fuzzy um i don't remember what heart of the t i remember the science fiction episode what was heart of tva do you guys remember
1: they say the heart oh wait um the heart of tva
0: yeah oh i know what hard tva is oh harder tva is them teaching victor it's the whole montage of teaching victor about the tva to build the loom because then at the end of the end of episode four um, the thing explodes and everyone gets wiped out because victor gets spaghetti yes. um this that, one they could easily you're right eric this is the one they truly could have just cut Cause it was because we watched the whole damn thing all over again in Glorious Purpose. Mm-hmm. They actually could have just skipped that and just made us watch the variations in Glorious Purpose. Um, but still, I enjoyed it. I get more Sylvie, more Loki, more Mobius. So hey, before well, we, we get into the whole time loop thing, yes. back to the the boris. Yes, and this was the this was the episode that at the end of it. I just remember being like, oh no, like oh god, like what just happened um <laughs> so then we get to the science fiction one this one's fun where it's loki learning how to control the time slipping yes and this is where we truly learn that and he Casey really tries from alcatraz well but he also desperately tries to make a better world where everything works out he tries yeah, he so really hard and try. he can't yeah it's just not in the cards and that's where i think he finally has the the true realization that it's not he can't make it go the way he wants it to go. He has to make it better, though. Yeah, and that of to course me there's, is there's, that to me uh, is the moment he becomes a real, true hero. Yes, he become he by the end of this episode, he is. I think his journey of villain is over, and he is stepping into now. I need to step up and be the better person. Well, it's 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 his call to action. It's his moment of becoming yeah. a true a true hero and accepting the fact that he has to sort of, in a sense sort of weirdly accept his destiny, Mm -hmm. you know, because he's been told this whole time throughout his story that his destiny by even Mobius says to him is to make others realize their greatness. Yeah. And so he can't force his greatness. He has to accept it in an interesting way because, because of Sylvie, because there is a Loki there. Yes. Yes loki's still completing loki's destiny it is sylvie who from the beginning of him meeting sylvie sylvie is progressively in season one and in this making loki a better person Mm. the loki that we know making our loki so sylvie is fulfilling that destiny of making others around them better by making loki a better person
1: and he in turn made her a better person.
0: Yes. By the end of this show, mm-hmm. he makes her a better person because yes. the final episode or a Boris or a Boris. <laughs> This is why I love this show. Um, all right, so we get to glorious purpose, and this is as you were saying, it is no times no time travel TV show is complete without um, a Groundhog's Day style episode. <laughs> yeah, Star Trek did it multiple times and multiple seasons <laughs> like
2: <laughs> doctor who
0: like everyone does it stargate did it for all for crying out loud um and i like it i love like the different things of like okay now you're gonna do this they're gonna do this you're gonna do this boom shit mm-hmm. okay let's start over okay now you're gonna do this you're gonna do this you're gonna do this and for the love of god don't set it down what <laughs> did i tell you don't set it down um, ob how long would it take me to learn this? Oh, that's the groundhog moment right there. That's yeah. the
1: best one. <laughs> and then they cut to that
0: black screen and it says several hundred years. I'm like, oh, no, I know it says well, what's centuries great is like, later. his, his oh look at gosh. the feet
1: upon hearing that, you're like, oh. And you, like, it actually did a good job of fooling me when we watched it or when I watched, well, me and Rachel watched it because yeah. I was like, oh, this is where he gives up. And instead it just went black centuries later yeah. <laughs> and it's like such a good joke it's, well, it's, well it, it's so good yeah, i think that's where the show got me i was like okay this is good this is yeah. good this is a good casey part was right this. the show is well written i didn't say that
0: oh ah. man, you should have, <laughs> you should have. Uh, so we get there and all gets done and then he learns oh sorry we got we cut to one of my other favorite ones when he goes and he's like okay i can't save this He like he tries I was mm-hmm. like, i can't save it Mm-hmm. so I'm going to go back dead. and stop Sylvie.
1: Well, that's when he learns Infinity, right? You can't scale you, up to Infinity.
0: You can't scale up to Infinity. Uh, well, he reaches, you know what life. it is? Guys, you know what it is? He reaches the fixed point that he can't undo. Yes. In a lot of ways. It's like mm-hmm. Doctor Strange in The What If? He reaches the fixed point that he really can't undo, and I love when he and he, and he who remains. That's what I was going to say. I love that whole conversation. And I love what he who remains is like, come back when you've learned more. And then Loki's just like, "Snap! How I've already learned you, it." Yeah, no. <laughs> he, but he says, "Do you think this is the first time we've had this conversation?" Yeah, yeah.
1: echoing his words back to him, basically.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's such a great
1: moment, and that it, moment, is, I, it is one of the best chess matches in in all of Marvel, I think. MCU.
0: Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, well, that's that's so, where it's it's during that sequence of things that he finally realizes he can't undo this. Mm -hmm. Well, and he has to, he can literally do, he can do something else, but he can't do something. He can't do, he can't can't change this. And I love that from this sequence forward, everything is about prepping for the final scene. And in this one, we get the mention of someone has to be the man in the chair, Uh control pruning and controlling the multiverses. And then he's like, ah, and then he jumps and he goes to talk to um, to Mobius and Mo- he's like, what do I need to do about this? And Mobius tells him the story about him when he was younger and how he did it as a TV agent. Oh, and yeah. he takes that as a lesson of, OK, cool. Now I'm going to do this. And he goes to talk to Sylvie and then Sylvie gives him the last little motivational thing. And then that's when he's like, I know what I have to do. I've got all the elements now, the, the, the armor's on. And he jumps back in and he's like, all right, let's do this. I'm going to go through the door. And he goes mm-hmm. through, and we watch him evolve. And it's a cool sequence as he's walking down, and all of the clothes are melting off, and it's getting his new armor. We're watching his transition as he is evolving from the God of Mischief to the God of Stories. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he goes in, and I love the shot. Once he's sitting there, like in his throne, and he's like, got everything, how it does the shot of the Asgardian tree. That yes. Loki in the and the stories was in prison. It, it's, it, it, it's it's his referenced it's in what, what it is referenced
1: yeah. in the first Thor movie.
0: Yes, Thor yeah. talks about it when he's describing um the, the universe to, to Jane. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a cool moment, and that this that's when the show like goes full circle. And I think that is how they're going to bring loki ultimately back i think at the end of the mcu this is speculation folks we're going in full speculation but for a second i think at the end of the day at the end of secret wars loki is gonna be the key moment i think when secret wars happens and kang dynasty happens and everything's going crazy and we're gonna reboot the mcu and restart it all i think um Uh, deus ex machina is going to happen and loki is going to descend down and be like brother he sees thor he's like brother i have learned i'm going to fix this and he takes the timelines and mushes them together and then brings everything together the x-men together the mcu characters it does the recasting of all the um of our heroes because he's merging in multiverses Mm -hmm. i think that's how they're going to wrap up what will probably be known as like the loki saga (laughs) <laughs> I think they're gonna turn Loki into the big I mean
1: in a weird way it this does pull back even further from the end game saga, right? Mm-hmm. This yeah we now have someone who is I mean where does Loki sit compared to like the watcher? Because that's kind of where we start getting into these he's now these basically his
0: own version of a watcher. Basically, is he he's... above
1: the watcher or is the watcher above him?
0: In a way, he would be above the watcher hell for all we know the watchers are working for him for all we know now get the fuck out of here get the
1: fuck out of here you want me to blow please. your
0: mind again no they can do, they can do <laughs> a season three of loki very easily from sylvie from sylvie's point of view because she's still yeah, a loki exactly and there's rumors that they want to do a TVA spinoff and just have a show that's just the TVA, which i would be down for depending on who the cast is mm. If it's,
1: i I don't know part of me is like it ended so well don't ruin it right don't there's no need to go further with loki like as a show the arc completed perfectly like let it end i agree i I would like to see something
0: like it should be something different yes right well i'm saying that they could end it um, yes but if they wanted to continue if they're like we got an idea the only way it makes sense truly is it has to be sylvie's loki and because there's more story to tell with her oh, and yeah. then you could do okay now she's where is she left in all this she's now got to grow more for herself and become the hero she needs to be so they could do that mm-hmm. i don't know if they would they don't need to keep her in the tva actually if i were going to do a sylvie show a loki season three i would just put her on the mcu mm-hmm. earth and just let her let her go live the life that she could have lived let her go be Loki in, <laughs> in the city, but the city's got to be New Asgard. Loki in New Asgard. Um, it's a it was such a fun show, it's such a fun, um, such a fun ending. I By the really... way, something about that that, I'll, and I don't care if Eric gets mad at me, but you know, speaking of us, spoiler, cover your earmuffs, Eric, earmuffs, earmuffs. Okay, um, real quickly, you know, talking about New Asgard, you know, if they had had secret Invasion set after Marvels it would have made a lot more sense considering certain things. Certain there's lots of came. things they could do. I know. All right, Eric, you can put it back on. Eric, there's lots of things they could do that would have now this you've you better seen not this, be actually. doing it now. No no, no, no. there's <laughs> I will check they... off my
1: headphones, folks.
0: There's there's lots they could do that they have when when we get to secret invasion there's lots that they should have done, could do, and they still have the chance because we don't know what's coming down the pipeline, but mm-hmm. they run the risk of secret invasion just being the inhumans of the MCU. Mm-hmm. They're not careful. They, I they, mean, they've got so many loose threads out there. I don't know how you tie it all together. Um, someone's got a hard job ahead of them. Someone's got a very hard job Uh so, speaking right. of audience tested secret invasion <laughs> yeah so loki season two um yeah god yeah. such a fun show um see the last episode is the only thing i did watch i re because rachel hadn't seen it because it came out the day before our cruise mm. um, oh, so yeah, i had actually one right. week because we we left on thursday so it was airing while we were driving and so as soon as i got to the hotel i just downloaded it to my ipad so i could watch it as soon as i got into the cruise nice um and it's much better on a TV than it is on an iPad, <laughs> <laughs> as you can imagine. Yes. All right. Let's um, let's do some. Oh, well, actually, let's talk about what's next. Then we'll do some final thoughts. So, boom, ba, boom, boom! It's our Christmas next episode. Up, it is a Christmas episode. We're gonna watch Die Hard and no. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Next week we are going to do. <laughs> we only got two weeks left, guys.
1: I know. Two weeks. This is crazy. We're almost... Um, we did it. Well, big I, big I, big I big need big. to do it. I still got to see the Marvels.
0: Yes. Yeah. And um, Guardians. And well, what if. We're watching
1: that this week. I'll see that this
0: week. And what if. Um. um yeah. That's so... Um, not out yet. We've got Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special and Marvel Special.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: um, And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Eric, Holiday Special before Volume 3. Okay, perfect. Just so you know. And that goes to you too, ladies and gentlemen. Um, both of these can be found on the Big D Plus. So you can get those. And then if you want to get a jump ahead because the holidays are happening, um, the next things that we'll be watching will be Secret Invasion and the Marvels, as well as um, What If Season 2. Um and what if season two that's airing in a weird way so it'll be one episode a day for nine days straight so i don't know how we're going to talk about it it might be its own little special depending on how should. we feel we, we probably should that's what i'm it. thinking as well because we, we we're um, recording would be they would still be in progress so we, we yeah. should probably save it for the week yeah after. i think we'll do a little special of that but it'll be a short little special ladies and gentlemen it's a bonus just for you um a bonus little christmas thing so um yeah. Guardians. I'm, I'm so looking forward to this. I, Eric, I have, this is, I'm just going to say this on here. Cause I want to hold you accountable. Okay. Eric, <laughs> when you start watching guardians, volume three, right before you start, I want you to text John and I and go, I'm starting watching it. And John and I are going to look at the time and go, all right, we can expect him to be texting us back. And about X amount of minutes. We're your accountability buddies. Yes. <laughs> except be we don't call we don't but, oh gosh i was about to say that please <laughs> yeah so You're not that no <laughs> so i lo- I look forward to your thoughts on you um, guys will be getting
1: notifications hourly <laughs> do not about know what about you your think. History. i don't want to <laughs> know about your search history okay that's what I meant, hours. Because as, as the movie Spirited... <laughs> but he's me in Virginia, so he can't hey, go to some sites. I know, which means <laughs> I have to really search for it. <laughs> as, the,
0: as the as my children's new favorite Christmas movie, Spirited, lets me in well, on, we don't know if someone erases your internet history. That is true. That is true. No, I'm not kidding, by the way. My kids absolutely love that. My son, youngest son is singing the songs. Eric, when you came over, we were trying to get Fitz to, as soon as you walk in the door to look at you and go, good afternoon. <laughs> but he wouldn't do it. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. We tried. My kids but... love that song with no idea what it's really about. And that's beautiful. So <laughs> since um, since your kids love it, let us know what your kids think about your list. Let's do some final thoughts, John, okay. on um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and then um, that Loki season 2. I think Ant-Man Quantum Mania, you had to go down there. Yeah, it's down there between the Doctor Stranges, actually. What? Oh. I gave it four stars. I still like it for all its flaws and everything, but I couldn't give it anything higher than four. And then Loki season two literally comes in front of Loki season one. Go back up. Hold I on. use that symbols, Remember? You like it's your fortieth one. Okay. Body, yeah. By the way, yeah. I, was, that's what I was doing. I was counting okay. to see what it was. And then Loki season two literally comes at number six wow in front of loki season one because i just feel like they built upon you know they built upon greatness with one it was like okay we took it to the next level that's not easy to do (laughs) i mean normally for me oftentimes it takes like me mean because if if you look at my list black panther is number three black panther wakanda forever is number eight and then if you look at captain america you have to scroll down but if you look at winter soldier and usually most of the time sometimes i find the sequels to be really engaging and so Winter Soldier ends up being like number 10, you know, and I think you have to scroll right. down to find Captain America first Avengers down there, like a number 30, something. So. Man. Yeah. I, we have, we such... I don't know why yours doesn't do the times or the, the numbers. Yeah, There's I know it doesn't, bit. it doesn't show it like it does on some of your other do ones. A yeah. list, show a list mode. Is that what, how he's not, do you not have a list? No, it's list by, so it's. Yeah. But go over to the right. It says it in, if it says it in the app, to the for right. Me, for the me, if I'm looking in the app, it does say it. Here. Yeah. No, it's still not giving me the numbers. Oh. I don't know why yours does it, but his does it for whatever reason. I don't know. For what. Some reason. Well, I mean, I usually, I'm usually doing mine through the app, and usually in the app, I think if you, you can have it show you the numbers, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just don't know why yours, it's just weird for whatever reason. I don't know why. And it's just yours. I don't. Anywho. Yeah. So, Eric, um, what do you think about Aint Man of the Wasp, Quantumania? Where the fuck is it? On the <laughs> list?
1: So you guys are far more generous with these things than I've started being. Like this is where we've started to differ. This shit, like in the last two years, uh, I thought it was meh. Like the story is inconsequential; it doesn't matter yet. It feels small, pun intended. Um, it, it, it just kind of is. Like, ex- it, it, it's a fun action romp that was executed poorly, in my opinion. There's a lot of weird editing. The script is it horrible? It could have been a fun sci-fi. Flick. I mean Paul Rudd's it's a great comedy stuff but I mean you it just
0: was awkward a lot of the times all right all right I'll allow it but I'm I'm gonna challenge in a second but I'll okay. wait no oh so wait so what did you stars
1: even... and right. it's down at number fifty nine for me now fifty nine taking into account
0: Loki season two because it is yeah. man you hate this I mean fifty nine I, I, I mean man thing is ninety seven I mean we're getting close yeah I mean it's a lot I don't watch Man, I just realized you hate Big Hero 6. It fell over a lot. time. It fell over a time. A sure. lot. Yeah. All right. Loki Season 2. What you got? Loki season 2. Where did that go?
1: Okay. So that one I actually really did like. Like I said, it really redeemed Season 1 for me. I'm not a big lover of Season 1. Um, this one was a lot better. Um,
0: it doesn't give me your stars. So I don't know how many stars you get. It. So
1: four and a half stars okay. uh, for this. Um, it ended up at number 26. Uh, just because it it does meander a few times, I think there's a lot of moments where I'm like, again, it 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 turns a lot of stuff inconsequential. But then there was also a lot of part of me that makes me feel like they did a great job of writing Kang out in these last between Quantum Mania and this. They if Jonathan Majors goes down, they they can just quickly get rid of him and pivot somehow. I think from these, uh, I also think that the ending of of Loki, God of Stories, is um it's just great. Yeah, it's about it's pretty in line with um Loki season one, like five
0: ahead. All right, it's 26 on his list, ladies and gentlemen. Rob, just this, behind it is to me, She Hulk and Shang-Chi is in front of it.
1: Loki season two is kind of the start of them like coming back, like it, it feels like there's some effort behind it in a way that I could not say that about Quantum Mania. All
0: right, I believe the Loki season two writer, um, is actually just got hired to do um Secret Invasion and Kang Dynasty. I think so. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not secret. Uh, secret Wars. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So let's um let's look at mine. This would be the wrong list. I'm with this list. Um. So, Ant Man, Quantumania, Here's where I want to challenge you on one thing, Eric. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, they Ant Man and them do take him out very easily. Like he's supposed to be this big threat. Well, not only that, and, but sure. But but Ant Man takes him out pretty easily. I've killed. I've killed the Avengers. Yeah, Ant Man's gonna whoop your ass, and he's just this tiny little guy. Um, although it's, I guess you could say it's hope that actually whoops his ass, but um, then the the dread. What have I done? What have I done? What's going to be worse? Oh my God! Something's coming. I they are going to because of what Paul Rudd does, what Ant Man does. Ant Man could potentially destroy the multiverse and destroy the universe because he's <laughs> going to create the Beyonder. He's about to create something significantly worse. So
1: yeah, it could become relevant. Don't get me wrong, they could totally like Thor 2 this. You know, at some point down if the line. If they did order. that,
0: do you think it would improve the movie for you? Well, also real quickly, no. remember remember that remember <laughs> also that Thor two wasn't they reference Quantumania <laughs> at the end of season 2 of Loki when they talk about with the TVA hunting down variants. Right. Yes. So. cuz they do say like one of them was already taken care of. Yeah. So you're right all right so quantum mania for me uh where is it where is it scrolling down scrolling down quantum mania i give it three and a half stars wow you Um, hate this movie i do (laughs) i do enjoy a lot about this movie but i fully can see a lot of the qualms a lot of the problems i have to do a lot of the heavy lifting for marvel on this uh, more than I probably should as an audience member, um, but it is um, three and a half stars. It is number thirty-four on my list. It's just behind Ant Man one and in front of Captain Marvel. Um, I would I would definitely watch Quantum Mania over and over again over Quant- Captain Marvel just because it's funny and it makes me laugh a lot. That's fair. Now I could see that actually Loki season two. Um, wow, I can't even see my own. Um, I give it four and a half stars as well, uh, Mister Eric, right. and I put it at number ten. I almost put it right after Loki season one, but then I was like, you know, at the end of the day, and I do, I think to me, Loki season one is a little bit better because I get a lot more Sylvie than Luke in season one. Um, <laughs> but I like, I like a miss. There's something about Miss Marvel that if I was going to choose between these two shows, I'm going to watch Miss Marvel, um, again, or I'd rather watch She Hulk again. Um, so it's just as it's I literally just did that. Um, this is just fun so i put it as number 10 on my list um, i really like it i really like it a lot could i have just said i like loki as one whole thing and just encompass both of them together if i did it would still be at number six but because i'm breaking them out as seasons i do find miss marvel and she hulk and spider-man home be a little bit better but it's still good it's still amazing it's still amazing do i hate things yes i do a hundred and some odd movies, one hundred and thirty-four movies down. I still hate Man Thing. <laughs> I still hate that awful Invincible Iron Man cartoon.
1: Wait, what so is fourth finished? from last? Just the red. Is that this? That's Fantastic Four. Uh the unreleased, right?
0: Yep, the unreleased. Yeah, yeah. but I'll watch it before I watch Captain America two again. <laughs> so there is that. All right. Well, thank nice. you, thank you, Uh thank you, gentlemen. Um, next week. Guardians the Galaxies and um, Eric, I'm excited. You're you're gonna need a box of tissues. I know what do you think?
1: Oh, no. Let's see. This is why, (laughs) like, I think around the time that I could have watched it was when we lost Teddy, and so I was like, I can't. Oh, yeah, that would have been worse. I can't do this right now. That would have been the then I just put it off and put it off and put it it off. Yeah,
0: yeah, um. We have two new cats, ladies and gentlemen. We are considering naming them Loki and Sylvie. Ooh. That should tell you how much I enjoy the Loki show. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us um at our email if you want to write us, ask us some questions, comments. Us- our French listeners, our listeners in France. I'm write in. Let us know yeah. what you let us know what you think. We'd really love to hear from you. Um, you can write us at not at gmail.com, please. We'd seriously, honestly love to hear from you. Um, We didn't get to questions this week and that was on me. I just ran out of time to be able to check the email. So next week we will. Um, You can find us on the Insta at not underscore funny underscore guys underscore presents. That's a mouthful on the Insta. You can find us on the Twitter at not funny guys pod. You can find us on blue sky at the not funny guys. Uh, myself on Twitter because I refuse to call it X. Screw you, Elon. My Twitter is Vash underscore Maxwell, letterbox on vash maxwell. If you want to see my list, I'll be creating a couple of new lists next year, I think. I'm enjoying this ranking thing. It's kind of weird. Uh I don't do the insta. Eric can be found on Letterbox as Eckly, E-K-L-Y. He will also be creating some new lists next year, and I look forward to those because right. um, I enjoy reading Eric's list. You can find him on the Insta at Hot Honey underscore comics, and I hear he's got something extra spicy and uh, sticky coming your way for Christmas day. So look forward, <laughs> look out, don't show your parents. And uh, Dr. John, where can they find you? You can find me over on Instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design. You find me on Letterboxd at esoteric underscore Evans. You can find me on Substack at esoteric by design at substack.com. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've made it this far, one hour, 45 minutes into this podcast, I would like to just give you a small sneak peek. Next week, we will reveal what the next franchise or series we will be doing. So look forward to that. Season two, if you want to say, or is it season well, three, se- season four? We well, were season two episodes, of yeah. us
1: doing a thing, like season one, if you will, or season zero. You know, season zero, the patient zero of, of no That's Funny right. guys was just random shit. You'll now find we, like, out what it into, is. like let's do a year of this. It's getting yeah. crazy. You'll find out <laughs>
0: what it is um on our next episode, on our Christmas episode.
1: Um, it's look- a Christmas gift for the fans.
0: That's right. Look forward to it. Um a holiday with that in gift. mind. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, uh, which just ended a couple nights ago, if you celebrate that. And uh, happy birthday to a special three-year-old out there who won't be listening to this until he's like 20. All right. (laughs) uh, Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Good night. See ya.
1: Not funny, guys!
0: Welcome back, true believers, to another episode of the Not Funny Guys presents Off The... Reels, the internet's number one podcast on public library recommendations on time travel and quantum storms. This is episode 88, and today we are excited to talk to you, the listeners, about the MCU's greatest questions and fuck bunnies, son of a cocksucker. Sorry. Sorry.